The science behind why people share content is one that could be debated ad nauseum, but as with all things that involve the human psyche, there is no hard and fast rule. However, there are a few points of guidance that work together that could make your organization's content more shareable. So in this episode, let's take a look at what they are. You're listening to the Content 10X podcast, where it's all about content repurposing. I'm Amy Woods, and I'm here to help you maximize your content and find smart ways to get your message in front of more of the right people, whilst also saving time. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Content 10X podcast. I'm Amy Woods, the founder of Content 10X and your host for this podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether this is the first time that you've tuned in or you're a long-term listener, it really is great to have you here. I'm excited to cover this topic with you today, which follows on from my conversation with Disseminate's founder, Bradley Keenan, in the last episode, episode 291. The Content 10X podcast is all about content repurposing and specifically how we can make the very most of our content and really maximize its value and distribute it in the most effective way. And my conversation with Bradley took a slightly different angle than many other episodes we've done before, because we looked at how you can maximize your B2B content through employee advocacy. So through your employees sharing your content and content related to your company and brand. And it was a really fascinating conversation. If you haven't checked that episode out, then please do go ahead and check it out. In this episode, I want to break that down a bit and look at what makes people share content and how you can create content that your employees will be happy to amplify. So in this episode, I'll look at why do people share content, the golden rules when creating shareable content, and also creating B2B marketing content that your employees want to share. So lots to dig into with this episode. But before I get to the main content, just to mention some exciting news. So we have completely updated our Content 10X Toolkit. This online resource is made up of checklists, video tutorials, step-by-step guides and more all about how to repurpose and maximize your content. Whether it's videos, a podcast, written content, we've got you covered. Plus, it takes you through launching your own podcast if that's what you would like to do. It's 100% updated and ready for you on our website. So just go to content10x.com forward slash toolkit. Okay, as I was saying, last week's episode was an interview with founder and CEO of Disseminate, Bradley Keenan, who is an expert on all things to do with employee advocacy. What is employee advocacy in this content, you may ask? Well, it's basically when your employees promote your business via their own profiles to their own audiences. So they could be sharing information about your fundraising events on their LinkedIn page or tweeting about the new CEO's flexible hours policy, things like that. It's a really powerful marketing strategy because it's your organization's content reaching an already interested and trusting audience, plus it's free. But how do you get your employees to care enough 
to share your content in the first place? That was a really big question that I wanted answering when I spoke to Bradley. Now, in the next episode, we'll take a deep dive into practical steps for repurposing your content into shareable gems. But first, in this episode, let's explore the motivations behind sharing content and how your organization can take steps to create content that employees find accessible and shareable. So why do people share content? Well, it's often a somewhat selfish action. When we share content, it's a way of shaping how others perceive us online. It could be an attempt to establish ourselves as experts or maybe as part of a group or a broader political or social movement. People are more likely to share content that's entertaining, funny or resonates with our sense of humour. We also share content that aligns with our personal agendas. For example, people who want to establish themselves online will be inclined to share content that contributes to their reputation and personal brand management. And that completely makes sense just like in real life. We all want to build a certain persona and present ourselves in a certain way, whether that's offline or online. Now, we might not call it personal brand management or even think of it in that way. But if it's managing how we want people to speak about us and think of us, then that's what it is. It's not rocket science, but it is so important because if employees aren't given the space to share your content in a way that resonates with them and their audience, then they're not going to share it. So what can we do to help this situation if we know this? Well, let's look at one platform in particular. So when it comes to LinkedIn, people often have the goal of showcasing their expertise and the work they do in order to promote themselves as experts, build influence, make themselves more attractive to potential recruiters, investors, perhaps business partnerships, clients, and so on. There's lots of motivations, but they're all quite similar. So ask yourself... Does your organization's content align with these ultimate objectives that your employees may have? Would sharing your company content make your employees network view them as an expert in their field? Would they think, I'm definitely going to share that because it makes me look like an expert? And as with most things in life, timing is everything as well. So if your content's message strikes a chord at just the right moment, people are more likely to share it. If there's a hot topic going on in your industry and you know that if you came out with a killer piece of content that your employees would proudly share, then whatever you do, try and strike whilst the iron is hot. If they think it's yesterday's news, they might not want to share it just because they don't want to appear like they are slow off the mark. And also don't forget the format. Is your content easy to consume? And is it free from jargon? People won't be compelled to share content that leaves them scratching their heads. If it wasn't easy for you to take in, then you're hardly going to go and hit that share button. And if it was super easy to consume, the message just hits like a breeze, then you're way more likely to think, yep, I'm going to go and share that with my audience. Now, of course, it's also absolutely essential that your company content is aligned to your goals because 
A share from an employee won't do you any good if it's not. For instance, if a B2B SaaS company's marketing team creates viral cat memes, it might be entertaining, but it doesn't necessarily drive business results unless it's cleverly positioned to do so. I mean, we all love a viral cat meme, but it has to serve a purpose. And here is the golden rule when creating shareable content for your organization. Be real and honest. Ask yourself, why would an employee want to share this? What value does it bring to them and their audience? Now, in the last episode, our guest Bradley Keenan, as I've mentioned already, spoke about the secrets to good employee advocacy how it's about empowering employees and providing the tools to do it properly, rather than telling staff that they should repost company posts and leave it at that. The key is providing employees with opportunities to add their own voice, make the content their own, and build their own personal profiles in line with the organization. So if you create company content with those objectives in mind, and make sure that it's shareable content following everything I've just discussed regarding making them appear as an expert, making it jargon-free and easy to consume, get the format right and get the timing spot on, then sharing it is a much more appealing option for employees. Now, as I said in the next episode, we'll talk about how to go about creating this fabulous shareable content, how to identify what to repurpose and how to structure it so employees can share it easily. So until then, I hope this has been really useful and given you some food for thought in terms of creating that content that people will actually want to share. If you need help with your content repurposing, then we offer a fully done for you content repurposing service here at Content 10X. We work with B2B businesses. Just head to content10x.com forward slash services to find out more about what we do and how we might be able to help you. Now, this is whether you have webinars, event content, videos, podcasts, reports, any other valuable long form content. Speak to us about how we can unlock all the potential within your content for more ROI. Okay, that's a wrap for this episode. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening. Happy repurposing and I'll catch you in the next one.